Welcome to the Burnout to Bless podcast. I am your host, Tara Reinbolt, and it is my mission to help you take back control of your life, overcome burnout, and reclaim your happiness. Trust me, if I can do it, you can do it. I went from totally burned out human resources professional looking to find my purpose in life to finally kicking burnout to the curb and finding my God-led mission. If you're ready to start living your best life today, like right now, literally this second, then you've come to the right place. Consider me your own personal business and life coach. Now let's get this party started and dive into today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Burnout to Blessed. Thank you so much for hanging out with me week after week. And I want you to give yourself a pat on the back for going through each step to overcome burnout. It is a process, my friends. As I mentioned back a few episodes ago about the pen, you know, don't lose your damn pen. how one thing leads to another that leads to another that leads to another. That is what we're doing here today. That is why you can't just say, dear Lord, grant me a miracle and help me overcome burnout. And then you wake up and voila, your life is perfect. Everything that you wanted to go away is gone. Everything that you wanted is here. You've been through the ups and downs. That's why you're sticking with me step by step because you know it's possible and I know it's possible. All you have to do is believe in yourself and that is what we're going to do today. We're going to commit to overcoming burnout. In previous episodes, I discussed the commitment that is needed. But I didn't go into necessarily the science behind commitment, which is what we're going to do today. So before we get into the exercise, I am going to tell you a story to show you how it works. Okay. When I was working at my last position, I was driving back and forth from Ann Arbor to Toledo and It was just not a good fit. I was totally burned out at the time. And then I found out that I was pregnant and it was so exciting, but I have to admit something super embarrassing. (laughs) I was a smoker. I used cigarettes as a coping mechanism when I was stressed, which when you're in burnout from work is kind of like all the time. (laughs) So I would literally go off campus. I would go into some area where I knew no one from work would see me. No restaurants, of course, because don't want to run into anyone at lunchtime. (laughs) Moral of the story is I use cigarettes as a coping mechanism. And then I found out I was pregnant. And the moment I found out I was pregnant, the need for a cigarette went away. It was like, I can't 
smoke. There is not even a decision. There's no decision. It's not a possibility. If I'm stressed, I had already made a decision that is not a possibility. It's not a choice. I took the choice away from myself because I had a greater commitment. And my commitment was to keep my child healthy and safe. And in order to do that, smoking would not do that. Smoking would harm my unborn child. Smoking would not keep my unborn child safe, would not keep them healthy, right? So it wasn't a choice. So you wonder why people get diagnosed with cancer and then they can just quit smoking or they find out that they're pregnant and they can quit smoking or they come back from a near-death experience and all of a sudden they change their entire life. I know that's a little bit of a crazy example. <laughs> but if you watch Netflix, there is the show called like Life After Death or something to that effect. And I guess I just recently watched it. So that's where I got my example from. Moral of the story is you need a strong reason, an ironclad reason to commit. It can't be oh, well, I'm going to lose 15 pounds and I'm going to work out Monday through Friday in order to do that. But then Monday rolls around and you think about going to the gym and you're like, I don't feel like it. I didn't eat any lunch. I'm starving. I didn't get any sleep last night. I'm tired. I'll just go to the gym tomorrow and I'll just work out longer in order to make up for not going to the gym today. No, you have to take away the choice of maybe I don't feel like it. Your why needs to be something as significant as a baby. (laughs) Like the example that I just gave you, because your reason why needs to be so significant that you've already made a decision. There is no what if, maybe, I'll just do it tomorrow. You need to make a decision in advance. No ifs, ands, or buts and stick to it, my friends. So that is what we're going to learn today by going through this exercise. So I'll get right to it. Question number one. I want you to ask yourself seriously, seriously ask yourself, what would life look like if you overcame burnout? I want you to get real spiritual on me. (laughs) I want you to close your eyes. I want you to visualize literally, almost like a meditation. I want you to visualize what would your life look like if you overcame burnout? What would your relationships look like? What would your finances look like? What would your career look like? Would you be happy? Would you be at peace? What would life look like if you overcame burnout? Would your relationships be restored, for example? Okay, so that's question number one. And of course, I'm going to have you write it in your what? Journal. (laughs) Okay. Step number two, I want you to ask yourself, what makes you happy? Now, 
I want you to really think about this. I don't want you to go into this question just starting to free flow like I tell you to in other exercises that we have done, like whatever thoughts come out of your mind, just go with it. I want you to actually think about this in a calculated way. And what I mean by that is I want you to take away the expectations and the judgment that you think others will have of you. We all have them. We all have people in our lives that we're close to, that mean well. But guess what? They have expectations on us. Or I should say, we think they have expectations on us. And we think they will judge. The reason why we think this way is because we've probably had experiences with these people that are in our lives, whether they be close to you, your mom, dad, spouse, or maybe your colleagues, maybe not so close to you, but they're judging Susie and Mary over there. So you know they have some expectations and you know they're judgy or your friends. Oh, well, I know that husband of yours, he just doesn't appreciate you. We know (laughs) from our interactions and our experiences with others what they expect and what they judge on, right? It's just how it is. But I want you to take that away. Take it away. And I want you to take away your own expectations and your own judgment. Part of this is we have social norms in society. And it's so ingrained in the way that we do things. For example, working 60 hours, it used to be glorified. Mental health is now taking a front seat and people are saying, wait a minute, working 60 hours a week is not a badge of honor anymore. It's not something to pat yourself on the back for. It's not necessarily going to get you the spot of being a CEO or making a ton of money starting your own business. That's not the way to do it anymore, okay? So those social norms of, well, this is just how it is. You graduate high school, then you go to college, and then you start your career. That's a social norm because guess what? That's not everybody's path. There has been so many people that have been successful that haven't gone to college. So I want you to take away your social norms. I want you to take away your expectations and your judgment. I want you to take away what others expect and what they judge on. And I want you to ask yourself, honestly, what makes you happy? Okay, that's question number two. Question number three. What does your ideal life look like? Now, again, I'm going to get all spiritual on you. Close your eyes and I want you to visualize. What does your ideal life look like? I want you to dream big. And if things are coming to mind, like, oh, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough money. My kids aren't old enough for me to pursue my dream of starting my own business or whatever it may be. I'm going to have to wait a few years because the timing isn't right. Or I'm so burned out right now, I can't even think of that. No, I want you to take the obstacles and the challenges away. 
And if you can't do that, if you can't get into that dream place, life is like heaven on earth. You can't get into that mental mindset, then I want you to stop and I want you to revisit this question because I want you to truly, without any filters, to visualize what your ideal life looks like. Okay, that's step number three. Number four, ask yourself, do you need to overcome burnout in order to become happy, in order to become fulfilled, and to live your ideal life? Is that a yes or is that a no? The obvious answer to that question is yes, you do. You can't live your ideal life. You can't become happy. You can't become fulfilled if you're in a state of mental and physical exhaustion on a daily basis, my friends. You can't do it. So, That should be your aha moment. Like, wait a minute. (laughs) Life could be awesome. I could overcome burnout. You can't imagine a life without being burnout. You can't imagine a life being happy. You can't imagine your ideal life when you're a millionaire. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if that's your dream. I don't know if that's your ideal life. Of course, there's so much more to life than money or else I wouldn't be doing a free podcast. (laughs) But what I'm saying is I want you to imagine what that life looks like, okay? Now that we have established that burnout is preventing you from living your ideal life, I want you in step number five to write a letter to yourself committing to overcome burnout. Kind of like a love letter. Like you are committing to a relationship with yourself to meet your goal of overcoming burnout. Why is it important to you? Why do you need to overcome burnout? I want you to get real detailed with why you want to overcome burnout. Step number six. Now, this is a little bit (laughs) difficult to do, but it's so important because you need to have support from here on out to overcome burnout. You're going to need support from those around you to hold you accountable, to give you grace when you stumble and fall because you're human and you're going to do it, I promise you. But the key is to get back up, dust off those knees, and keep on going. So I want you to write a letter to those that your burnout has negatively impacted and commit to getting better. I'm not saying I want you to commit in this letter to each person that you have wronged along the way that you're going to fix everything. Because as I mentioned just a minute ago, you're human. You're going to stumble. You're going to fall. And you're not always going to be able to fix everything. Things will happen on their own time. Things will happen organically. And it's not going to be a matter of, as we talked about, rubbing your ruby red slippers together and everything magically happening the way that you want and fixing everything. Telling those that you have wronged due to your burnout and your consequences, essentially, that you're going to commit on working on yourself 
that is going to mean the world to them. And they are going to be there to support you along the way to overcome burnout. Okay. And that's important. You need support on this journey. And in addition, it's kind of like you say you're going to do something, but you don't tell anyone that you're going to do it. And when you don't tell anyone that you're going to do it, what happens? You're not held accountable because people don't get that you were even trying to do something in the first place. So for example, whenever I work with a client on starting their own business, I tell them within the process, I want you to go and I want you to tell everyone because guess what? (laughs) When you go and tell everyone I'm starting my own business, the next time you see that person, even if they're just an acquaintance, they're going to say, hey, how's your business going? And you don't want to be the person that says, oh, it's not. I stopped that. They're going to think, oh, okay. Well, I guess you just probably like never started it to begin with. You don't want to be that person. So it's important for you to tell the world. I'm not saying tell the world of your commitment. Telling you to tell the people that you love and care about and that have been negatively impacted by your burnout. I want you to tell them that you're going to work on yourself because they're going to be there to support you. That's what you need moving forward. And in addition, it's a way to hold yourself accountable. So the next time they ask you, how's it going, Tara? You can say, oh, it's been going really good. I've been going home from work on time. I've been seeing my kids. Things are getting a lot better. Okay. Number seven, I want you to then write a commitment statement because now we have visualized what life would look like by overcoming burnout. We have visualized what life would be like if we were happy and we had our ideal life and everything was just perfect. And we have committed to ourselves that in order to get that, in order to achieve that, we need to overcome burnout. And you have asked for support. You have told the world that I am stepping up to the plate and I'm going to overcome this thing. So I want you to write a commitment statement. Now, this must be super specific. I want it to be so specific that it's one sentence. So for example, my reasoning for overcoming burnout was my family, my husband and my daughter. I did not want my child to grow up without a mother. I did not want my husband to say, bon voyage, Tara. I am sick of your crap and I'm through with you. In order for my child to have her mom and dad, (laughs) I needed to overcome burnout. That was a big commitment. That was a big reason why. Just like when I found out that I was pregnant and I quit smoking. That was my baby. (laughs) My family was like, This is your huge reason why you need to do it and you need to do it now or else you are going to have all of these negative consequences and I was not willing to do that. I was not willing to live that life anymore. That is why I want you to get super specific on what your commitment is. So again, write a commitment statement and then the last step is... I want you to select a picture that symbolizes what your commitment is. For me, 
It was just a picture of my husband and my daughter together. And I had another picture of the three of us together. It was just a reminder of this is what life could be with with them and this is what life could be without them. I need to be a part of that picture. It's not okay for it just to be the two of them on an island and for me to be on another island working myself to death and being burned out and not being a part of their world. So I want you to select a picture and I want you to have that commitment statement and I want you to put it up where you can see it every darn day, my friends, because you're going to need to revisit that big reason why you are committed to overcoming burnout in the first place. So that's all, my friends. That is the step-by-step process to get that commitment that you need in order to overcome burnout. In next week's episode, we are going to get into the nitty-gritty of how you're going to create a plan to overcome your burnout. Really excited about it. You're going to have a worksheet just like you always do, and it's going to be your blueprint that is going to lead you to overcoming burnout once and for all, my friends. Thank you for listening to the Burnout to Bless podcast. I hope that you found value in today's episode, and I pray that you will make the commitment to take back control of your life and that God will give you the courage to move forward to live the life that you were meant to live. If this episode at all inspired you, please do me a huge favor and subscribe to the Burnout to Bless podcast wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts and leave me a review. By subscribing, you'll be the first to be notified when new episodes air. And by leaving a review, you'll help this podcast get noticed and hopefully change someone's life. If you're ready to take the next step to overcome burnout and live the life of your dreams, email me at coachinginfo at burnout, B-U-R-N-O-U-T, the number two, blessed.com. Again, that's coachinginfo at burnout, the number two, blessed.com to learn more about my customized coaching programs. Now remember, Rome was not built in a day. All you need to do is take it one step at a time, my friends, and I promise you, you will get to your destination. Until next time.